causing a major disturbance on my time. If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? The I Don't Know Dude Podcast. I'm the dude. And a smattering of applause because we're back on the I Don't Know Dude Podcast. And... Um, we have a special guest in the studio today, one of my best friends since high school. His name is Vincent Rainwright. How are you doing, buddy? Pretty well, Rich. How about yourself, man? Did I uh, say your na- last name? <laughs> Wainwright. That's fine. Rain wrong. This is way too damn long. Yeah, dude. I've known this guy since 1998. 98, yeah. Because we graduated eighth grade in 99. Or seventh, yeah, eighth grade in 99. Yeah. And, um, and wait, wait, no. So I've known you since seventh grade. Yeah. Paris Middle School, baby. Yep. Yeah. Or no, I arrived in eighth grade. Sorry, dude. Oh, you did arrive in eighth I grade. I arrived the summer of seventh grade We're going from, into eighth grade from, from Oregon. I didn't know that about you. Yeah, dude. We went from PV to Oregon to back to Redondo. What? Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. What did your parents do? Was it like a job oriented? No, but... We were up in Palos Verdes, and you could see down into the city. You could see it in L.A., and you could see the smoke rising up from the riots. No way. And so my dad pretty much came home one day because you could see the smoke, and the people in PV were going nuts, buying up all the, all the food, all the toilet paper, like what we're experiencing now. Mm-hmm. And so he pretty much came home, and he said, look, we got to get out of here. And we were gone within a few weeks. Unreal. Yeah. And then uh, you had a very uh, awesome little football career at Redondo. That's the, that's the funniest part about going to Redondo and being a jock is that I was the worst football player to ever play the game at Redondo Beach. And Keith Ellison, our new head coach, yeah. which I would love to talk to you about that because I love that. Dude. We got to have him on. Oh, you should. I love Keith. Saw him at Ryan Bash's birthday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What would you guys do? Uh, we did a little uh, K1 racing. Okay, that's right. Yeah. Man, I wanted to go to that. I've never made one of yours either, except like 10 years ago. Yeah. God, I love K1 racing. Yeah, you do. And you're so damn good at it, dude. Here go. Guys, we have uh, our birds in the studio. On my chest right now. Yeah, we got one on the chest. Yeah. We got Pico going off. God, it sounds like a bird sanctuary. It does. Um, hold on. Let me see okay. if I can get Pico off him for this deal. Uh, tell me a little about yourself, Vinny. You got the mic. Okay, thanks, man. So first off, Rich lives in a second-story place in Manhattan Beach, and right now I have a view of, what's, is that called? What's that called? What? It's a uh, pearls necklace or yeah, the queen's necklace, the queen's necklace. Thanks. Yeah. It's a, just a beautiful view. Yeah. Okay. So here's the deal. Yeah. Uh, Vinny, uh, Vinny was like, Hey dude, I want to come on the podcast. I was like, hell yeah, let's fire it up. Yeah. Um, we have to have a glaring, uh, glaring, like if you guys have been fans of this podcast or listen for a while, Reno are, uh, my host, um, of the show. He is moving to Arizona. Um, so we haven't, that's why we haven't put out an episode in a while because gotcha. he's been gone. Okay. Um, and, uh, and he, so we, he's been moving, he's been dealing with his business. He's been, you know, really trying to, uh, um, you know, avoid those taxes here. Yeah. Like um, else. so Reno, we miss you. Um, fuck, maybe I should call him in randomly, you know? Okay. You're like, Hey buddy. You're like, Oh, awkward. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, but, uh, dude, so. Is there any, what the fuck is on your mind? Like what's been on your mind and to make you go, Hey Richard, I'm going to get on a podcast, buddy. Oh, because you're my go-to guy, you know, cause when I'm pulling 
in at work at 5 a.m., work until, say, 8 p.m., like I have these last few months. And then I have a, a guy like you. You've always been my guy that I go to every few months. And you know that. We, we, we spent weekends going to the farmer's market together. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we have a blast doing that because when there's a person that you can think of when you're when you uh, you have your head down, you think about that one person that runs by his own rules, does whatever the hell he wants, like that's you. So whenever I can get a chance to kind of recalibrate myself to look at the bigger picture, because that's what you've always had. Yeah. And the way I see you having that is you simply beat to your own drum, man. And it's a beautiful drum. It's always been positive and wonderful. Oh, we're beating. You know? We're beating, You're buddy. beating all day, bro. We're going. Yeah. Oh. So that's what it was. It's like, uh, you know, being locked down like we all are and all the misery and stuff that's going on. I look forward to learning what you think about things. And I love just what you have to say about any given topic. Dude. Um, yeah. I kind of, it's funny. Like you're one of a few people that, um, you know, that hit me up old friends known forever. Um, and uh, it's really cool to reconnect all the time. And, you know, and it's weird. You guys listening at home or in your car right now, like I'm sure you guys have those good friends you always want to stay in touch with. And, you know, no matter how much time goes between the time you guys talk, how, how much how much time you spent in the past how much time you spent in the in the present like you know what i mean it's always fun to like hang out with those old friends where it's like dude you don't need to talk about dumb small talk bullshit yep you don't need to be like oh how's everything going it's more like hey what's up what are you doing and yeah. you can sit there for like two minutes and just stare at each other and it's yeah. not weird nobody has to fill the air no i <laughs> I can't. I am good. I'm good at fill, filling air, though. Huh? You are hysterical, <laughs> dude. A little. <laughs> Knock the bird off. I'm oh, biting, yeah, the, I biting the thing. Yeah, here, Barb. Get out of here, bird. Yeah, being a being a nuisance. It's always been a nuisance, but not really though. I taught it how to sing September. I taught him how to sing another one bites the dust. It goes. What? And how does goes, that work? And he goes. Yeah, and it does that over and over and over. Is that from you doing it over and over again? Well, yeah, because I teach it. Yeah. I taught it um, Adam's family. Um, when does he break these out? <laughs> fucking might do it right right in the middle of the show. Okay. I don't know. Pete goes up there. I don't know. So, all right. I, there's something that's been on my mind. Yeah. Okay, guys. This There's this, there's this trucker thing going on in Canada, and it's like 50,000 trucks heading their way to Ontario to, um, to clog up the streets and kind of send a message like, hey, we don't want to lose our jobs because of a mandate. We want our freedoms. They're not, and they, they specifically say, we're not anti-vax. We're not anti and we're just, we're just pro-freedoms. You know, we don't, like, they don't care. They just don't want people to be like, you're fired unless you get this. And that's... That, that, that's a fine line, but everyone wants, wants to be like, oh, they're anti-vax, blah, blah, blah. It's like, dude, your country cannot run if truckers mm -mm. aren't driving. Not a chance. And what did you say earlier? You said those guys are are, are They're a rough crowd. You, you don't right. want to mess with those guys. No, thanks. Let me, let me get my phone real quick. Hold on. Yeah, I'm going to pull up an article. But yeah, dude, you said these fuckers are rough. You don't mess yeah. with these guys. Nah, you don't want to mess around with those guys. I mean, I can imagine, you know, they probably have... Their Harley's on the weekend and they're trucking during the week is what I, which I've always assumed. And I've, you know, I've had a couple of trucker buddy pals and they were rough around the edges, which I, to be, to be a trucker, you want to, you probably want to be by yourself a lot because you probably don't get along God, with a lot of society. Imagine? Yeah. 
And it's like, okay, let's be real. Some of those guys are pretty far right leaning. Yeah. Those guys are Trump loving, flag toting, you know, yes. which is nothing's wrong with that. But you know what I mean? But that's where they get the stereotype of, oh, anti vax and all this bullshit. Like, so do we know what the mandates are? Um, are you going to be able to spell that out? I want Or is to it just the shot? Is that. Um, let me see. Trucker Canada. Come bunch of BS. I know. It's about but 50, a, how so did they get 50,000 trucks? It's a, it's a convoy. It's, it's called the Freedom Convoy. Okay. Um, it says, why can you... Oh, let me pull this up. BBC. BBC is pretty down the middle. Um, pick up. Oh, and there goes the bird. Okay. So BBC is right down the middle, right? Yes. Um, it says, after a week-long drive across Canada, a convoy of big rigs has arrived in the national capital to protest vaccine mandates and COVID-19 measures. Organizers insist it will be peaceful, but police say they're prepared for trouble. Ooh. So what is this trucker going to do to sit there and, and idle his engine? Do they have some loud horns, though? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's so heartfelt because I love it. My favorite move ever as a kid. Yeah. So you pull up next to a truck. You give him, give him the chunk yeah. chunk. <laughs> you know? Yep. Yeah. So it says it's been dubbed the Freedom Convoy, and it's got the country talking. But what's, what made me want to talk about this is that the American news is not covering it at all whatsoever. It's being shadow banned on Facebook. I posted about it twice. I usually, when I put up something a little political, a little whatever, because I like to stir the pot, baby. Yeah, you do. So um, good at it. And I usually get like 120 likes, maybe 70 comments, people just going off. Um, I got no likes, one comment on this. That's, that's called a sh shadow band. That's banning. a shadow band. And that's in their algorithm? Yeah, they, they're, they're like, they don't want dude, what is to give on? Americans any ideas. Uh, and and Canada ain't even as free as the United States. Right. It seems like it. Dude, it's, it's a democracy. You can call it that. But, you know, they have elections. But they don't have, like, the same... They don't have the Constitution like we do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's not... People have this false sense of, you know, it's, isn't it, what are they technically? Is it still a monarchy of some sorts? Or it's a, what is it, a plutocracy? I don't I'm just saying. Shit I have no mind. idea. What is Canada? It's a country. It is. You know, have you been there? Yes. Tell me about it. <laughs> What'd well, you do? I, What'd you do? Well, I was in the Navy, so we stopped oh, there yeah, at a yeah. port. So, yeah. you know, at the time of my life, man. Wait, did you have your time where you're like in Canada? Well, at, at the point, I think it was, you know, I don't remember which party I went to. I don't remember, Rich, but it was one of the nicer parts of Canada. If I saw a map, I'd probably be able to. Right. West side or east side? West side. Yeah. But I had a blast there. I think I got my back tattoo there, which I super regret, but it happened. Yeah. Whatever. Hey, what are you going to do? Uh, so it says the movement was sparked by vaccine mandates for truckers crossing the U.S.-Canada border implemented by Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, Liberal government earlier this month. Is it upset with a new measure that would require unvaccinated Canadian truckers crossing the two nations' boundary to quarantine once they returned home? A loose coalition of truckers and conservative groups began to organize a cross-country drive that began in Western Canada. 
So these guys are coming from all over and yeah. saying, fuck. Dude, there's people along the road with signs. They're lighting off fireworks as they go by these overpasses. It's like a real movement. It's like heartfelt. It's really cool. Almost like, you go, boy. Yeah, it sounds pretty yes, incredible. Yes, queen. <laughs> oh, no, don't. No, not with the Y-A-S-S-S. Yeah. Y-A-S-S-S. It says it picked up steam and gathered support as it drove east. Many supporters already opposed to Mr. Trudeau and his politics have grown frustration with the pandemic measure that they see as a political overreach. Social media and news footage showed trucks and, and companion vehicles snaking along high, highways, cheered on by people gathered on roadsides and overpasses, often waving Canadian flags and signs of disparaging Mr. Trudeau. Says, I lost my job being unvaccinated. Canadian vaccinations rate... I mean, no, that, I'm just saying dumb shit. This is a GoFundMe campaign has raised to date over a whopping seven million. Oh, it's seven, that's Canadian, five point four million from over ninety-nine thousand donors. And I heard they fucking they banned it. They took it down. They they they, they took it down and returned all that shit. It, the pro- it says um the unusual protest get, even caught the attention of people outside Canada's borders, as it should. Yeah. With podcasters Joe Rogan, Donald Trump Jr., the son of a former US president, duh. And British uh, comedian Russell Brandt showing support. The protesters plan to stay in downtown Ottawa near Parliament Hill for at least the weekend. And their demands have grown over reversing the border vaccine mandate and ending all such mandates nationwide. Nice. And you know what happened? What? Two days ago, I read this thing. Justin Trudeau, he goes, guess what, guys? I came in contact with someone who tested positive for COVID. So I'm going to stay quarantined (laughs) and not leave my place for five days. Wow, what a coinkadank. Oh, right? Like, what yeah. a coincidence. Yeah. It's oh, always he's not even testing positive. He's just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to like stay put because they're clogging those streets. I'm loving this. Man, this such an interesting time. Gary Chucker, would you do that? I don't know. I don't know. Like, these are kind of like. You know, they're already kind of faced with possibly losing their jobs. Yeah. And then to take to, I mean, now you're saying when you, would what I do that, that is what I get in the truck and drive west. Yeah. From the west like, I'm east, joining right? these motherfuckers. I don't think so because then I'm not working. I, I want to look for work and be, you know, I'd feel you for guys the guys. You kind of make a good amount of money. Yeah. But I want to make, I don't want to take the time off to drive across country. I mean, imagine the traffic jam. No, it's, that, that wouldn't be the best use of my time. No, but they drive anyways. I know, but that's to make money, not to do it to go rebel. But I'm glad they did it. It's yeah. certainly an honorable thing to do. It says, we want to be free. We want to have our choice again, and we want hope. And the government has taken that away. Harold Jonker. Of course, Harold Jonker is a trucker. <laughs> a truck driver and trucking company owner told the BBC as he drove through the town of Brockville... Um, 72 miles from Ottawa on Friday. The convoy has been peaceful as it passed through ca- Canadian towns and cities, and Ottawa police have stayed, stayed, said they're in touch with organizers and who have been cooperative. Of course they've been. Yeah. We need a movement like this here. You know what I've been doing lately? What? I've been walking into places with no mask. Yeah, I've been doing that the whole time. Straight up. And when they say I can't, I'll take no one one's, out. No one's no setting a damn no. thing. Yeah. Only in Manhattan or where else? Everywhere. Okay. I, not the grocery store because that's kind of like there's too many Karens floating around there. Yeah. You know? That's why you choose not to do it because there's too many Karens. But like I walked into a coffee shop yeah. today. My mm, mask, fuck you. 
I went and got my sandwich at the beach market the other day, the one I just ate. That was a delicious Walked in, I was like, sorry I don't have my mask. He goes, bro, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, nobody cares anymore. No one cares. We get it. It's a flu. It's a bad flu, this new one anyway. And you get over it after a few days. Man, we get emails every day because I have a kid in Alta Vista and a kid in Paris. So a kid in high school oh and a God, kid in- Oh my God, my sister's dealing with the same shit. Uh, no, I'm sorry, second grade. So elementary school. And they email us every day to update us about who got COVID and how many people were affected. And I'm just thinking, keep your email, man. Who cares, I don't need dude? it. I don't care. I don't need it. Leave me alone. Don't care. He's always. Jesus. Yeah. It says the demonstrations this weekend will be unique, fluid, risky, and significant, the Ottawa police uh, chief said. This is massive in scale, and unfortunately, they are, they are polarizing in nature. He said the police are preparing for potential parallel and counter demonstrations, and we're concerned about people on social media in Canada and abroad who may or may not come to the city, but who are nonetheless inciting hate, violence, and in some cases, criminality. Ooh. Jeez, they should not burning down the city like it happened all 2020. <laughs> yeah, that was gnarly. That was horrible. Dude, was the politicians horrible. were inciting right. They're like, yeah. they're like, burn it down. Yep. I was like, yo, you can't do that. It's <laughs> not the way it's supposed to work. But that they don't insane. care. They don't care. They need what they need. They need the eyes on US. They need us to be Dude, the example. No one's covering it here. That's why you didn't hear. You walked in here. And you're like, what's that? Well, yeah. It's one of the biggest nationwide protests against against these mandates in the entire world and i've been glued to the news they have not mentioned one bit you go on apple news you haven't seen it nothing well you know bezos too he's like if hey if my trucks aren't on the road i'm coming after somebody oh dude they're not gonna the money money talks baby mm-hmm. like 100 percent talk about like want to talk about oh boy you're an idiot uh yeah dude money talks Yep. Like like these rich guys. Oh, also, speaking of money talks, um, Elon Musk the other day found this Instagram account with this kid who tracks his airplane because it's, it's, it's a hobby to track. They like track um, track airplanes and their tail numbers yeah. and shit, and they track like you know the Playboy plane and and Dan Bilzerian's plane and and, and people post on these accounts. They're like it's this little niche on Instagram where they track all these private jets. Okay. My friend's a private jet pilot. For, he flies G fives all around the world. Two of I have two friends that are G five pilots, bro. They're gnarly, and 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 like when you take pictures, they you say never put the tail number in there, and shit because these kids sit at airports and or like buy a takeoff and runners and they track them. And Elon Musk offered the kid five thousand dollars for his account. He goes, "Can you please stop doing this? I'll give you five thousand dollars." And the guy countered and he goes, "Nah, I want 50. <laughs> I was like, oh, "This guy's got some balls." But like, of course, he's the richest. Elon Musk is the richest man in the world now. Yeah, I'd ask for fifty. He goes, yeah. he goes, I'll give you the account and I'll use the money for college. He's oh, like, that's right. what he said. Yeah. So was he posting this on his Instagram? What the well, conversation? It, someone reported it. Okay. Someone re- reported the story. Okay, I'm just finding all this cool shit. Yeah, you are, dude. Well, you dude, just find shit all connected. Day. Because it got to be for the podcast. I know, we yeah. I know we haven't done a show in a while, guys. I'm sorry, but you know, it, it was the holidays. January's been a little rough. You're a busy guy, Rich. A real busy guy. Plus, you're just coming up with more content. Now we have more to talk about for these last couple months. Yeah. I like staying on board. Yeah. Like staying on the times. Yep. Your finger on the pulse. <laughs> Hope you guys listening don't get your fucking news from us because this is why I call it the I Don't Know Dude podcast because, dude, we don't know. I definitely don't know. Um, so it says... Um, Organizers have called out fringe elements, urging participants to report any misbehavior. 
Mr. Jonker said, also said extremists would not be welcome. Um, police have urged locals to avoid the gridlocked downtown core, which is really cool. They're like, they're literally gridlocking the entire, they're like making an actual difference. They're, they're going to, they're, they're, they're not only pissing people off, like, you know, they're, they're, they're getting people to listen. Yeah. Whoa, shit. So how long do you think this is going to go on for? They said through the weekend. Yeah. Do you think it'll last? Or I guess it's still going on right now. So right as we speak. Man, what a weird time. Right. Can we just go back? Yeah. Just go back and let people do what they were doing before. I'm DJing again. I started DJing Are you? a few gigs. Tell yeah. me about it. Is it limited space? No, 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 no. They don't care. No masks. They don't check anybody's things at the door. Can you say where that's at? It's at Hermosa. Oh, okay. No one gives a shit. I don't, dude. Somebody out Honestly, there. Honestly, you cannot um, police it. You shouldn't be able it's to unpoliceable. It. Good. Um, it's a thousand of vehicles are participants expect and participants are expected for the weekend of, of planned demonstrations. And on Saturday, the streets were crowded with vehicles and people gathering near Parliament Hill. Um, this is a real threat of unintended consequences. Um, it says Canadians are broadly supportive of vaccine mandates. Over eighty percent of the eligible population is fully vaccinated. But it's like. Because you've been fed all this information, you fed like because because you you kind of have to be if you want to do shit there, dude. Yeah. It's really bad. It's, it's like Australia is worse. Australia is Australia Jesus, is gnarly. Man. What the hell? Those poor people. Um, it says the truck drivers working working the cross border routes have previously been exempt from mandates, considered essential workers. Um, the Canadian Trucking Alliance estimated that 85% to 90% of the 120,000 Canadian truckers who work cross-border routes are vaccinated and said on Saturday that it appeared many of the protesters in Ottawa would have no connection to the industry. Bullshit. Bullshit. Um, well, it's crazy, but so you get 50,000 truckers. It's not like every single one of them are in I'm sure a lot of those truckers, like they said, they don't care about the vaccine part. They care about the, the, the mandate part. Right. They care about like, you know, being told what to do. <sighs> Given this, uh, if this, then that scenario, which is not appropriate at all. Yeah, or if you don't do this, have then you, you will get. You don't this. have any. You have that many employees in your business, so you're like you're not getting any of that bullshit no. from California. No, you ha you have to be under a hundred employees. You texted me. You're like, dude, do I need to wear a mask? And I was like, come. I don't on. know. I don't know. They're coming into my domicile. I know, but you did the first year because Nat had oh. asthma. Oh, no, 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 no. We were just scared because we thought it was Ebola. Okay, got it. Yeah she, yeah, she did have the asthma. Yeah, but I wouldn't give two shits if he said wear a mask. You know, whatever makes you comfortable. Yeah, that'd be so weird. Yeah, and if I didn't want to come to your house and I didn't feel like wearing a mask, then I just wouldn't do it. But yeah. everything, everything that Canadians depend on, food, clothing, electronics, everything arrives on the back of trucks. Yep. Shit, that's why this is so powerful. People don't realize 70-something percent of all freight in the U.S. is trucks. Yep. The rest is like trains and shit. Yep. They don't realize how powerful these truckers are. Well, the U.S. does. And that's why they're not spreading the story. <laughs> yeah. It's nuts. Um, um, it says he's he said that they're wary of the mandates as there's a real threat of unintended consequences. 
Mr. Trudeau, who sees boosting vaccinations rates as key tool to fighting the COVID-19 pandemic, has accused the conservative politicians warning about possible supply chain issues and fear-mongering that has shown no intentions of backing down. Um, it says the intent is actually to stay until all these mandates are dropped. Some people can stay one day, some people can stay five days, but all the truck drivers are used to camp, used to camping in their trucks all week long. Like These guys can roll anywhere, and yeah. they got their little hibachi, you know? Yep. They got their little gas tank set up. They got their little bed. Yep. They got their meth. They got their meth. They do have their meth. They got their, they got, they got their, their, well, it's Adderall. It's legal meth. Okay. You know, they're probably just popping Adderalls. That's what they're doing. Popping off on social media. Yep. Just getting on their CB radio. Hey, y'all, this is a bootstrap six nine. Imagine the CB radio calls right now. (laughs) Yeah. You boys ready to break this motherfucker or what? Oh, I can't move though because we're in gridlock. Trying to get out of here. I got to get back to Pearl. Like, did, like, like, did the guy drive all the way across country with like a truck full of strawberries? You know, <laughs> I don't know. That's what I was wondering because these guys are off hours. And just some of these, some of these guys, this guy's like, oh, fuck it, and he's got like a like a like a, a load full of Nike shoes. No, I don't think they would do that. You think? You know, you wouldn't leave with a load. This is on their own time. That's why I was asking when we first started, where did they get the trucks from? Because they rent those trucks or they lease well, those trucks. They're probably just like late. And their trucking companies are probably like, hey, you got to fill that motherfucking tank up yourself. Yeah, I know. That's like a, that's probably a $700 tank yeah. of gas. Well, and you're going to lose your job, maybe. How much do you think it is to fill up a, a tank of gas for a truck? Yeah, seven, 800 bucks. All right, let's, let's, let's My do it. My uncle's call. boat was. It's five fifty. How much? What's what's the average tank of gas cost for for a semi truck? That's a good question. All right, what's your guess? Seven hundred and fifty dollars. It says a hundred twenty gallon tank is nine hundred dollars for a long haul trucker. Okay. A thousand bucks a tank. That's a thousand bucks a tank, man. But that's a big ass tank, and yeah. that's going for a long time. That thing is guzzling. How many gears do they have? Like sixteen or something ridiculous like that, right? Semi trucks. I've always been like, you ever been driving home from from Big Bear and shit, and you yeah. see those like you see those like truck driving ramps where it's like if they lose their fucking yeah. their pneumatic brakes and you have to roll up those those ramps. The runaway ramp. Sketch. Yeah. I've always just wanted to. Just Always wanted to do just it. Just pop it in neutral <laughs> yeah. and go up on those runaway ramps. Yeah. And just see how far you go. Who knows? God, can you imagine doing those switchbacks on at on Big Bear? No. And, and like semi? and you just like your pneumatic pump brakes are donezo. No way. No, thank you. Good God. Would you do? <laughs> like. Like. You're just like, oh no, here comes a turn. <laughs> yeah. What am I gonna do? I'd just be sounding my my horn just right off the wah, cliff. Wah. Just wah wah. <laughs> yeah. Um. There we go. I'll be shitting my pants all the whole time. <laughs> oh man. 
you have any thoughts about Joni Mitchell taking her music off of Spotify for the spread of misinformation? Don't give a fuck. Uh, I no. listened to that Dr. Malone podcast. It was and that's not that's not misinformation. That's called information that you don't like. Yeah. I sent it to my family, my sister, and she lost it. She's like, "This is bullshit. That guy's that guy's a crock." Oh well, really? Just listen to the podcast. Oh. Why'd you say it Every, was a crock? Everybody, go to. The Dr. Malone podcast on Spotify with Joe Rogan. It's three and a half hours long. And every minute of it is enticing. It's gold. Unlike unlike this podcast. <laughs> but like, I'm recommending you guys go. This is Pirate's Gold, this podcast. Oh, we got a sponsor. It's uh, Burnt Hair Products, everybody. Um, they do have like coconut sprays for the hair, charcoal, soaps. You go to birdhair.com, B-Y-R-D, hair.com. Uh, slash dude promo code dude at checkout you get 15% off and you support the pod right on 15% off that's our fucking sponsor yeah uh, birdhair.com b-y-r-d hair.com 15% off your fucking whole order baby I'm talking about bird hair um, anything else on your mind buddy everything's on my mind man everything I got a, we got a big week coming up uh, man oh, we're starting February wait it's football right now oh yeah what, what's going on now? Okay, so as of right now, who's your pick? What's, who's playing this weekend? It's, I don't know shit it's gonna, about It's going to be the Rams and the Chiefs. Sure about that? Yeah. Hmm. What do you say? Oh, no shit. I, I really I don't, don't know I don't, either. I don't follow, I, you follow football? I thought you follow football. Uh, not really, bro. I haven't watched any games this I year. am blown away by that fact. Like I got a lot of work to do, and I have a family. I don't have time to I know, but most guys like you just watch football. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty derogatory. Uh, listening to it at all? Well, it's all, all it's on when it's on the gym. Yeah, of course. In between sets, watching guys run into each other at full speed—that's nothing more invigorating. So football than that. turns you off? No, it doesn't turn me off. I don't. I like this type of football, like the, the playoffs, going to the Super yeah. Bowl. I just don't like when people have an emotional connection to a sports team. That ruins their day and controls their emotions for the rest of the day. I would love I to talk about that. Hate that. How about guys that wear jerseys and, and all that good oh, stuff? Fat fucking wings saying, Ooh. Oh bro, you should have like spun left and, and like and juked him right. And then when they have fucking six years of stats, dude, for the last six years we've been our team's been and I'm just thinking, for six years you've been studying you're an asshole, man. What what just else are like, you doing? Like what do you have going? No offense to oh, all you sports fuck. fanatics out there. No. Because I understand it's a hobby. I understand it's a big deal for a lot of people, but just like Whatever. to like to like douse your kid into your two-year-old baby in like 49er beanies. Yep. And like yell at your kids if, you, if, <laughs> if, if your team loses. Like that's what happens. Your kids get beat. Yeah. Kid, I bet you there's more domestic violence that happens after people's sports teams losing than any other domestic violence uh, uh, happenings. Oh, well, you know, you're going pretty far right. If, I, if we could meet in the middle at this simply I, 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 holding sports kids or, excuse me, sports players in an iconic status and worshipping another guy in front of your kid, that seems weird to me, well, too. Well, I, I like the whole, like, camaraderie thing. Of course. Yeah, camaraderie's great, but the worship's awkward. But it's uh, the worship. That's when it, it becomes cult-like. Yeah. It's like they spend all their money and like emotional investments. Yeah. I'm, in both, I'm emotionally invested in stocks. Yes, you and are. And like trading and stuff. 
But that like makes you money. Yeah. But then there's the degenerate gambling side of it too. Yeah. So what are you saying? It's it's a happy capital for the football player, football fans. Uh, if you ain't got shit going on, then yeah, yeah. I, I love your sports. Yeah. It's something to do with the fam. It brings the family together, I guess. But then just don't turn around and beat your kid if yeah. if, if, he, if he doesn't fucking pull uh, an incomplete pass on third. Do you know someone that was beat? No, 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 no. Okay. I just use it as a good example okay. because All I've right. seen some really, really mad dads. Yeah. And you look to your left, look to your right, look who it is. Someone to take it out on. Are those dads that are really, really mad, like when we talk about the type of person they are, uh, are they typically overweight? Usually. Okay. Are they typically like mid-level career or entry level or what? where would you put them on a career spectrum? Huh. Yeah, sure. Like on a spectrum of what? Like in the, in the levels of their success. Are they happy at their job? That's... Um, they probably don't a job like you know I mean like does this does their level of loving sports correlate to loving their job no not at all i'm just like i and my perception is that they're usually overweight they usually don't love their job they just have to get by or they're getting by you know they don't have a career it's an outlet yeah it's something to look forward to but dude like dude there's some people that just go go to bars and, and and they have all this shit and yelling at other people they're just like throwing their lives away. They're just getting so, like, just, blowhards. Aren't just, they called blowhards? Just like, they say like, my team. Yeah. It ain't your team. No. You are not partial owner. You don't even probably have season tickets. And even if you did, it's still not your team. Oh, man. It's not your team. It's not. It's not your city either, Rich. No. Have you been to the farmer's market lately? <laughs> it's been pretty, pretty dismal. Yeah? Because all COVID shit. You like, do you like the Dave's stuff? The Dave's like kimchi? Yep, love it. That's one of oh, my go-to. That's my boy, me too. Get that bone broth. Yep. And the veggie broth. Yeah, guys, you guys are in the South Bay. There's a farmer's market, I think like Tuesday, and then another farmer's market on like, there's a farmer's market Tuesday here in Manhattan, I think like Wednesday or Thursday and... and in, uh, in Hermosa on the pier. Okay. And it's like, dude, I always kind of feel for those people like struggling and trying to start their, their soap business there and yeah. shit. Why do you feel for them? Because it's like, I feel like it's like this, they're not really, you know, they're kind of having, having to do that instead of being successful in their own right. You know what I mean? How do you know they don't have a million followers on Instagram and that's their, that's their spot? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I bet you, man, you could get easily pull up one of those soap things. And they might have 200,000 followers and that's just their physical presence and that's how they work it. Yeah. But you're just assuming that it's, some, it's like the last ditch failed effort. Like instead of doing yoga all day, they'll figure I'll make soaps and that'll be my thing. Well, it's like the honeys and the soaps and the breads and the weird, the, the, yeah. the, the, the knife sharpening guy. Yeah, I haven't used him yet, but I want to. I always look at it. I'm like, dude, it's no one's ever there. Really? Oh, man. Well, yeah, who the hell remembers their knives before they leave the house? I don't know, but, like, to these little businesses they got at these farmer's market, it's just, it's just like, it's just like, it's just a sign, it's, it's, I guess it's a sign of success, but it's also a sign of struggle. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, as an artist, I see, these, I see these, some of these people, they're like, they're like doing these really weird fairs. Yeah. And it's like, ah, it's kind of like, and they're selling them for, they're selling their art, like, 
way less than it should be selling it. Okay. You know what I mean? It yeah. kind of seems like it's like, are you a fine artist? And it's like the only way to um, really get to like garner that much money, you have to you have to protrude yourself as that big brand. Yep. You know what I mean? And when you put yourself out there as like kind of struggling, you're not going to garner that much money. You know, but dude, there's people charging like 14 bucks for a loaf of bread at the yeah. farmer's market, you know? Like here's $13 for a, a, a thing of honey. Okay, but wait, they, they are supposed to put themselves out there. Yes, but I'm saying it's like, it's like I just see so much churn, right? Yeah. You always see the fruit guy. Yeah. You always see the shawarma guy. Yep. You always see the days guy. That guy's murdering. I saw that guy got audited. Dude. It was so funny. There was someone right behind him who was like, had to be from the IRS because he's doing. He all he does is cash, and he loves like exact change and shit. Yeah. And I saw this girl with a, with a clipboard behind you, behind her, just being like, "No, that, oh dude, he's fully got audited because he's a cash only business." And I like his Good style. For him, that's yeah. America, baby. He's a great guy. And that's just going on. That's just going on with Venmo now. If you have a transaction over six hundred dollars, it gets reported to the IRS now. Jesus. Like they say, tax the rich, bro. They're taxing people's side hustles now. Yeah. They're taxing the most poorest people, not the poorest, but like the people trying to get ahead in this country. Goddamn trash yeah. truck. Yeah, man. Why? Just, I love, I love the, I love the neighborhood. But so they're they're they're, they're, tax, they're literally taxing the fucking people who are just trying to get by with their side hustle now. It's so wrong. It's so damn sad. It's just conformity. That's all it really is. Is how, how long is it going to take you to conform? I can answer that for you. Never. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I I have a I have a really good tax guy. I send my shit too. Does all the fucking, all the tricks, all the good ins and outs and loopholes. Yeah, but that's what it is, dude. Oh my god, someone's so drunk outside my window now at at fucking. It's uh, two o'clock. No, no, but people go to brunch right here at Rockefeller, uh. and this person is shammered. Oh, She's man. holding onto a pole, and her friend. Her, oh, it's her a friend. Yeah, no, these two girls. Her hat's half off. Check it out, dude. Look, she's holding on the pole. Watch, she's gonna throw up. She's gonna. She's getting her phone out to film her. They're both swaying. Okay, I, what I don't get about people that are drunk and fucked up is that they always lean back. Oh my God! She can't yeah, even walk. You're off your equilibrium. Dude, she's holding, she she's is holding blasted. On to, holding on to kegs on the side of the fucking alleyway. Oh my God! Uh, I is, feel so bad that I, I wish love I was that drunk. Saturdays right and now. Sundays around. Is it Sunday? It's Sunday, buddy. Sunday, oh my God! Sunday, I thought it was Saturday, Sunday. dude. Sunday around here is funny. It's full of a bunch of rich people going to brunch. Yeah. And it's getting hammered. Hammered. What? They should get hammered too. Have some fun. Spend some money. Have some fun. And she looks beautiful up there while she's completely inebriated she's gonna have a fucking sleep he's gonna wake up at like 7 p.m <laughs> like what nothing's worse than waking up on like a 7 p.m and be like becky becky what happened you i, I want to order some pizza <laughs> and then they got work the next day Ugh. oh boy god i'm like i'm like having anxiety thinking about it no thanks um fuck man you want to wrap this up or what totally up to you buddy yeah, we got a we got a good uh, forty five minutes. Oh, here comes the trash truck. Oh. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, guys, thanks for listening. You guys can go to I don't know, dude. Dot I don't know, dude. Pot, I think it's I don't know, dude. Dot com. What is it? I haven't done this in a while. Um. Um. God damn, I'm so bad at this podcast now. Nah, man, you're great. Um.
As I know it's I don't I know it's I don't know dude podcast um on Instagram. Let me see here. Where it pops up on my phone. I don't Yeah, it's I don't know dude.com. I D U N N O dude.com. It's I don't know dude podcast on Instagram. Vinny, where can we find you? To, uh, plug your business. Yeah, to, so I own an executive recruiting firm, Scale Executive Search. So you can find me scaleexecutivesearch.com and then Vince Wainwright on LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. So please connect. Fucking do your thing, guys. Yeah, just do it. Um, you know, leave us a five star on, on, uh, you know, on Spotify, iTunes, you guys already know that if you're listening, duh, tell your friends, um, like, dude, we need to do this again. Yes, please. We need to, um, you know, maybe we'll call in Reno next time. I love this. You know, I, he's probably running amok <laughs> right now, but Reno, we love you. We miss you, Reno. We're going to get you back on, on the phone. Um, and yeah, guys, fucking, you know, get your news from here, everybody. Stay up to date. We're here. We're doing it. Doing it to it. Thanks, Vinny. Really Thank appreciate you, it, Rich, buddy. Man. Great to see you, brother. All right, guys, over and out.